Rebooch to the nooch, man. We've added brand new dates to the Jay and Silent Bob Reboot Roadshow, man. Check it out. We're coming to Oakland in January, Sacramento, Eugene, Oregon, Olympia, Spokane, Calgary, Edmonton, Medicine Hat, Salt Lake City, Winnipeg, and Fargo. And then in February, we're going to Toronto, Montreal, Portland, Maine, Albany, New York, Providence, Rhode Island, Hartford, Connecticut, Huntington, New York, Baltimore, Maryland, Wilmington, Delaware, Richmond, Virginia, Durham, North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina, Macon, Georgia, Jacksonville, Florida, Birmingham, Alabama, and we wrap the tour up where we shot the movie in good old New Orleans, Louisiana. What are you waiting for? Tickets go on sale to these brand new dates next week, man. So just go to RebootRoadShow.com and get your tickets on. Don't forget, Reboot Roadshow Tour begins October 19th in New Jersey. That date's sold out and then moves on across the country all the way through December. Check Reboot Roadshow right now for dates near you. And if you can't go to any of the Reboot Roadshow dates, well, do not worry, man. We've got you covered. October 15th and October 17th, Fathom Events going to have these amazing Jay and Silent Bob reboot screenings nationwide, man. Any multiplex does Fathom Events, you could go down to it. You could watch the movie. October 15th, man, we're going to give you a free poster. You walk away with a free poster. October 17th is a double feature. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back and Jay and Silent Bob Reboot back to back, man. So plenty of ways to see the movie. And then as the tour uh, proceeds around the country, wherever the movie is touring, the movie opens in that neck of the woods as well. It's a platform release. So lots of opportunities to see it before, uh, you know, we stream whenever that is in 2020, man. The Jay and Silent Bob Reboot Roadshow Tour is coming your way, folks. Get your tickets right now at RebootRoadshow.com. Hey guys, invite your girl to Luna She brought down in Marty, but they won't steal her away now Your girlfriend's safe at this Luna One guy's Asian, the other is gay John Oh, John, so great to have you here. It's really good to be here. Why? Think, Bill, Why? because you made tuna noodle casserole for me. Oh, it, it is all for you. What? I, I, it's all for you. Oh, yeah. Well, I know. I, I unfortunately ate before I, I came here. because. Why? Well, I didn't realize you were going to make tuna noodle for me. So I have a little, a little story about tuna noodle. Go on. It's a long, elaborate story. You're not going to get away from the news, but go on. Okay, so uh, my brother is a uh, musician. My brother. And he lives in uh, Portland, Maine. And he... Uh, What's his name again? Sam? His name is Rob. Rob, Rob. His last name is Sylvain, just like mine. I know, is, but, but I've met Rob. Yeah, I, yeah, you probably met him. Younger, handsomer version of you. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. He will always be younger than you. Well, and probably always be handsomer. Well, not by much. Oh, thanks, Marty. I don't know how to take that, really. Um, So... <laughs> He uh, he's a musician and he started this uh, trumpet player. No, he plays guitar. Guitar, okay. And he writes songs. Clearly, I'm thinking of someone else. Well, you know, I think he did play the trumpet when he was around eight. Okay, so that's did, when I knew him. Did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, that's weird. Mm. I didn't know you. There weren't any Chinese people in New Hampshire, and there still aren't. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so. Uh, uh, he started this company called Gigaphone, and um, it was a uh, a record um, where he would. It was a subscription, 
And his idea, because he's a sound guy, uh, a location sound guy, as well as being a musician. What is a location sound guy? Well, he's the guy who does uh, record sound for for, uh, movies and documentaries and and commercials. You know, he's, he's in charge of the sound. So there's there's 1.7 people who can actually make a living as a uh, production sound person in Maine, and my brother is the one. Who's the 0.7? Uh, it's a guy named Elmo, <laughs> and he's, he's he lives under the bridge, and he's 30 percent deaf in one ear. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thus, 70- so uh, my brother ha- uh, he lo- knows lots of musicians. It's a really thriving uh, folk music, uh, indigenous music scene in Portland, Maine. And um, he was very tied, and still is very tied into that. And um, so Gigaphone, he started this about 12, 15 years ago. And uh, he recorded a lot of his friends uh, sort of on location. Like he recorded people in in hallways that had really good uh, acoustics. So they recorded them on the street um, or he recorded them on the pier. And one of my favorite songs that he recorded, and it went on for a little while, um, and it came out quarterly. Uh, it was a new record every quarter. And one of the, the my favorite songs was, um, and I don't remember the name of the band, um, but it was Tuna Noodle. And it was a whole song uh, about uh, my tuna noodle baby at home. And uh, so we should look it up and play it sometime. I'll, I'll bring it in next time. All right. That sounds good. I love I loved tuna casserole. I never, ever make it. Yeah, it's a pain. But I stole some tuna from work. <laughs> One of the advantages of working for uh, a, a startup is you have all those micro kitchens and the nothing. Yeah, and I stole some potato <laughs> chips and I scrunched them up and put them on top. Not bad, right? Mm-hmm. It's called resourcefulness. It's yeah. Yeah, it's called um, it's called grand theft. It's larceny. <laughs> and I stole the clip and I uh, I printed um, a script. So. And you don't tell people about this podcast, so there's no chance to tell. Well, people uh, yeah, I I told one of my coworkers, and and you're cool, right? You know who I'm talking about? You're cool. Just be cool. All right? All right, cool. Yeah, Gotta give it, him a chance to say yes. Well. I wonder if he thinks that he, you can hear him. Well, he he's like, oh, you do a podcast. I do a couple podcasts too, you know, and he's just like movie things and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, yeah, you can listen to my podcast. We are a comedy podcast on the Smodco Internet Radio Network. Oh, my God, Please comedy? listen in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Sometimes we are. Hmm. Uh, today we won't be because uh, you know our funny people. You know the funny people. We're the straight men. This is going to be all all politics. All yeah, the time. yeah, yeah. No one's going to so, get in our way this time. You're right? welcome. You're welcome, audience. Kruger is en route to Amsterdam right now, and uh, is that like a code for getting stoned? That is a code for getting stoned, mm. and to getting your dyke something. Your dyke fingered? Fingered, yes. Yeah. That was you. And Cassandra is actually uh, working. So Is yeah. she getting her? She <coughs> no, 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 she's working. Oh, she's working. Okay. Yeah. And that's not her work. What? Getting her? Okay. Go on. Dyke fingered? Putting a finger in her dyke? How dare you? Just, it, Jesus it saves the, Christ. The coos has gone for a second and you go who, uh, nuts. Who put the fin- hit her finger in a dyke? The little Dutch boy. Yeah, but what was his name? Little Dutch boy, LDB. LDB? You know Is me? that part of L B Q R T Z Nope. Nope. M Z? Nope. It's non sexual. He's just trying to help help his community. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What happened after uh did he just stay there for a long time until he died? Mm. Nobody really knows how that started. Well, if if Holland is still there, if the Netherlands are still is still there, if 
if uh, I don't think one of them's gone. Yeah, I, only no, one then of them. then I think he did his job. What's up with that place? It has like four names. The Dutch are from the Netherlands, which is also called Holland. What the fuck? What's the Hague? The Hague is a is actually a city. What? Right, right. I mean, because I think it, but I think it's named after a castle. I think I don't know. Place is messed up. <clears throat> so uh, I apologize. This is going to be a little bit. I, I you normally have a bunch of uh, things to look up right now, but you know, the um, the government, the U.S. government has such as it is. Yes, has uh, you know, California has pretty bad air quality and so in response to that they have higher uh emission standards than the rest of the country yeah uh, well because we had higher air pollution in, in the 70s you could cut the air with a knife and, and spread it on bread so smoky polluted up you grew up in uh, oh yeah, Northern yeah. California. yeah yeah no i mean you definitely I definitely noticed a difference in air quality from moving here in 1990 in LA to now. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just just that alone. Like there were terrible days of just intense, intense smog, and we didn't have uh, bad air quality up in New Hampshire because we didn't uh, have, have cars. Cars when I was growing up. Yeah, yeah. Because live free or die. Well, we just had a car. fire. We had fire. We fireworks. Didn't have, we had, had fireworks. No, we didn't have fire. Well, no, I went, when I, was young, I went to New Hampshire f- to buy fireworks. Yeah, but that was when you were young. When I was young, mm-hmm. there wasn't. we hadn't invented gunpowder yet. Okay, you don't get to make the old jokes. We do. See, All right? It doesn't work. Fair. It doesn't really work. No, it's kind of like a nickname. You can't give yourself a nickname. Mm-hmm. Old man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyhow, so the government. Uh, the, the by the way, Kruger is gray hair and I don't. Okay. <laughs> Think I do. Uh, yeah, you do, um, but not as much. No, right? Not a, yeah, yeah. You look incredibly. Useful. You look. You look. Uh, you look younger. Is he? Are you old, with Steve? Uh, now that he's know. not here. Yeah, he's like he's like seventy three. Yeah, he looks like he's seventy three. If he's uh, if he's not older than you, yeah, man. But his really sneakers young. are super young. Oh, it's, a, it's clearly, clearly you like know, a smoke I screen. Think, I think people who uh, who skateboard a lot are uh, under the impression that they don't age. Mm. You know what I mean? Talking to you, Spike Jones uh, Or Tony Hawk or, or uh, <laughs> right. I don't know, Steve Kruger. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyhow, uh, oh, so... The um, federal government has said that they want to, um, like, uh, basically remove the emission standards of California. Basically, removing the state's rights. You know. Well, we, we, so they 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 want they don't think that California should have a special dispensation anymore right. to make their own emission standards, emission standards for, for right. the cars that are sold here. Right. Which we got from like 1974 or something. And basically what happens is those emission standards set in California get set for the rest of the nation. Yeah. Yeah. Which, because there's so many consumers in California, it just makes sense for uh, car companies to just follow those rules and just... Yeah. So suck on that. Suck on that. Pipe. Yeah. So they are threatening to remove that, move it. And there's a, I think California filed a lawsuit, so it's going to be all stuck in all sorts of legal limbo for a it's while. It's a good thing we have nothing else to worry about. Well, but then the crazy thing is now the the government, federal government, mm-hmm. has threatened to hold withhold uh, transportation funding f- 
federal transportation funding from California because yeah. they say California is too polluted. Yeah. So I don't know how they reconcile that. I think it's hypocrisy, Marty. Oh, oh, I've got something for that. <laughs> I think you found something, Marty. It's actually not. I don't think it's quite hypocrisy, uh, but still, we're yeah, okay. For the sake of comedy, we're going to play this. John sent me a bunch of music cues that we'll play throughout the night, so here we go. They're supposed to be good, but they're full of shit. Oh, Marty found a hypocrite. Oh, yeah. Thank well you. done. Thank you very much. Well done. Somebody had... Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, Jesus. The hits just keep on coming. Uh, no, I mean, what this really is... It, <laughs> it is the... It is about the... Um, the vindictiveness, the personal vindictiveness of the president. And, you know, he doesn't like California because Californians don't like... Whatever his name is, um, who Trump? Trump? You don't want to say his name anymore? Yeah, well, I can't remember his name, but yeah, but so, so he's doing this dump. To, to punish us, Ronald Dump, Ronald Dump, uh, just like he was like blaming the wildfires on California, um, you know, like, as opposed to global warming. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, just uh, this. Can past- I just say something? Go like, on. This might sound really controversial, but I think that guy's a dick. Whoa. Yeah, I know, right? All right. Don't do that in mid tuna casserole bite. You know? I, well, I know. It, so uh, so just Marty was about to, he thought I was going to say something that took a while, but it really was succinct. Yeah. Yeah. And not that insightful. <laughs> no? No. No. Uh, did you follow any of the um, <clears throat> the climate uh, protest on Friday? My, my son went. Okay. So c- can you explain what the what it was? Well, there's this, there's this cute girl from Sweden, and uh, she took a year off from school, and everybody wants to be like her. So they all took a day off from school. That's what happened? I think it's a little it's more a little complicated, more complicated than, than that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a climate strike. I mean, her her point, Greta Thunberg, Thunberg, is her, she, she basically uh, went up to the UN, and what she said was heartbreaking, which is basically like, if you don't do something... How can you, how dare you not do something? It was one of the most impassioned speeches. Uh, listen to it. You just look at it on the, on the internet. It was yesterday. She, um, she spoke in front of the UN and basically said, how dare you? How dare you ignore what's going on for the sake of the convenience of, of the growth of the economy? Yeah. No, it's, and it's, it's a really good point. I mean, it's and, no long. it's gone way beyond, um, you know, uh, just a sort of a run-of-the-mill environmental crisis. And I mean, so, it, it's yeah. completely out of control, and they're not doing anything about it. And um, it's it's really, and I I almost oh, it's just very upsetting. And she's a remarkable person because you know she's uh, I think at age eleven this really became her calling card, and she's become a sort of a spokesperson for this movement. And did you see that picture of her last year? No, no. So last year. Um, on the same day, she uh, did a strike mm. for the environment or for for climate change. She did a student strike for climate change outside of the Swedish Parliament. She was the only one there. Oh yes, I saw that picture, and she's sitting there she's with sitting her sign, there with her sign yeah. alone one year ago. 
And and then on Friday, there were five million people across the globe. Five million people who yes, who were marching. It's one mm-hmm. of the largest protests, if not the largest protest, like global protest. Yeah, and so it it, it is really moving, and and she's an, an amazing force because she's so focused. And she, if you watch her interviews, she's great, and you know she does. Um, Uh, She's so focused about this one cause and like to the point where she took a solar powered sailboat to come from Sweden to here Mm -hmm. and she's spending the year here instead of uh, going back to high school where she should be. Where she should be. Yeah. 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 I mean, kitchen, kitchen where she should be. (laughs) No. And and then, of course, like the, the right as opposed to like attacking the merits of her argument are attacking her. They're like. Oh, why do they have a a child doing the work of what scientists should? What? Who yeah. says that? Uh, that's that was some of the pundits on on Laura Ingram said that it compared her to um, Laura Ingram. Yeah, yeah. Is she still employed by Fox. people? Yeah, she yeah. paid to. Yeah. You know what she's paid to do? Uh, you know what her job is? Go on. Her job is to piss you off. Oh no, I'm not. So don't I'm let not, her piss I'm you off. I'm not pissed off. I'm not pissed off because I it's am. yeah, and then. Somebody like brought, like called her mentally ill to because she has Asperger's, which yeah. is like part of why she's so focused, and she claims that that's her f- superpower. But they don't attack the actual like points of her argument, you know. No. And that that, that is a stupid right, and that's the sure sign of when somebody has no like s- firm ground to stand on. Ad hominem attacks. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah. Like who else? Who else engages? In Shut ad- up, old man. Not you. I'm talking. I, was- <laughs> I am talking. I'm sorry. Jesus. <laughs> Ugh, clearly, dotty in the head. Um, go on. Go on. What do you? When you say that, you say that so dismissively. When you say, like, "Go on." Say what you're gonna say. I'm not I was gonna, gonna listen. I know. I what? What? God, oh, eat your eat your tuna noodle. Oh. <laughs> Are you? We're gonna we're gonna lead with cl- the 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 collapse of uh, our uh, oh, no, climate. No, it did uh, really talk m- about the uh, impeachment. Impeachment. No, impeachment, I don't want to talk about the impeachment, impeachment in the room. Like it's really seriously. Well, go on. Let's, okay, we we'll, we'll do. Well, do, you don't want to talk. No, about no. It? I, I want to talk about it because I, because Cassandra's not, not here. Right. We're not gonna get a chance to talk about it when Kruger's sighing and Cassandra's like, <laughs> "What's going on, dude?" <laughs> Oh, there ain't going again. Talking ah. about things that'll affect our oh, lives. Oh, this is my imitation of you. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if she's listening. She's probably going to listen. She's going to be so mad. Oh, I hope she is. Yeah. I, uh, but you know what? If she if tweets in. she gets in, mad, maybe she'll come in. I'm not, I'm not going to respond. What? Oh, you're no, not she tweets respond? in. Oh, no. Okay. I'm going to check if she tweets. Yeah. Cassandra, I know you're no, probably no, but, working but, and you can't tweet, yeah, but if I know. you tweet, then we'll read it on the air. Uh, so, Tyson's tweeting. That's unusual. I know. Uh, thank you, Tyson. <laughs> By the way, he, my, Tyson maintains our, our Tumblr page. That's newnerpodcast.com. Tyson is the reason we do this. Uh, he's one of the, the main reasons. Yeah, we love well, Tyson. him and the other guy who listens. Uh, he was on now. Now he know he's seen, seen behind the curtain. JP. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, JP, so, thank you for coming last week. That was awesome. It was really nice. To yeah, it was really, really fun. But then we've got Vincent in... Um, in uh, Hong Kong and keep up the good fight. I know that at least the, the extradition bill was was uh, lifted and removed, um, but I know that there's there's still ways to go to preserve democracy in Hong Kong. And please uh, stay abreast of that because it's really important that we support <laughs> these efforts. 
<laughs> you sit abreast. Oh, stay a tit of that. Oh, who? Uh, and uh, let's see. Yeah, we, we tweet in if you're listening, and also if you're if you listen on on the podcast or if you listen in any way and you haven't responded to us ever, send us an email. Just just say hello. Just it's great to know that you're out there. It it makes us. Uh, more enthusiastic. It shuts John up when he's like, well, you only got one listener. I don't think it would shut me up. No, no, he would still, he would still go on about yeah, that. Yeah, I'd say that. And I talk but still, like I would, I whoop, would have whoop, the, whoop, uh, whoop. the ammo to say, well, at least we have Fred in Mamaroneck, yeah. yeah, yeah. you know, New York. No, so. I imagine that there's hundreds of thousands of people listening. I just make fun of, you know, I just... Oh, no, no, it's good. It's good. I it's just a don't good think, bit. I think that the chances of any particular individual hearing this who we happen to be talking about is very low, especially if it's Steve. So <laughs> we are on the brink of an impeachment movement uh, uh, process. Is that correct? Like yeah. Nancy Pelosi came out and basically said that she's going forward yeah. with the impeachment yeah. investigation because of the uh, the conversations apparently that Trump had admitted to having with the Ukrainian president, yeah. an, another ex-TV star. Right. Uh, uh, Matt, Matt LeBlanc of Ukraine. Yes, yes. Um, or Joey, you know, I don't know. How. No, he's he's the actor. He's not the oh! character. Um, I yeah. was thinking about this on the way over, and I said, he's a Joey Triviana in my head, but he's not. He's the Matt he's LeBlanc. The Matt, Matt LeBlanc. Matt, Matt LeBlanc drives a much nicer car. Than Joey Triviani or the guy from the Ukraine? The guy from, the, by guy from Ukraine. Have you seen his car? Does he not drive a nice car? Uh, Ukraine has some resources, don't they? Yeah, no, don't I'm they sure sell the like souvenirs does. from uh, Chernobyl and stuff like that? That's gonna be Chernobyl really is not in Ukraine, you know. It's not. No, where is it? Russia. You Chernobyl is in Russia. Mm-hmm. Is that right? You mm-hmm. want to check on that? Okay. Yeah. Kiev. Kiev. Where's Kiev? That's in Ukraine. Yeah, and it's right next to Chernobyl. Okay. I think Chernobyl's in the. Okay, Marty's gonna look it up. Uh, let's see. Let me see. What was the last time I was I was wrong? <clears throat> I can't remember. God, it's just amazing how long ago it's been since I was wrong. Where is it, Marty? It's in, uh, where is it? It's in the. It's in where? Where is it, Marty? It's in the, where is it? It's in the Ukraine. Is it in the uh, Ukraine? Uh, no, no. Actually, it's not called the Ukraine. It's now Ukraine. <laughs> shut up. What? <laughs> Will you shut the fuck up? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Uh, it's in uh, northern Ukraine. Well, why don't we? Why don't we, Why don't you look up what kind of car the, the prime minister drives while you're at it? You shut the fuck up. <laughs> the prime minister of what? Ukraine. <laughs> ah, what again? What? No, I just wanted that little win. Just All, little right. All right. The Ural Mountains. <laughs> Ural, I'm just saying. Yeah. All right. Georgia. Back Georgia. In the US, back in the U.S. Back in the USSR. Uh. So. How do you feel about this sort this um, impeachment inquiry? Since well, you to my talk wife about called it. me up and she my said, wife. "Happy impeachment day!" My and brother. I was like, "Fuck that! God damn it!" Because my whole thing is, I think until until I I listened a little bit more to a few uh, podcasts about it, and I thought, "Yeah, maybe it's a good idea." But basically, uh, impeachment is is just it's probably going to f- fucking backfire um, on the Democrats because. Um, first of all, if if <clears throat> impeachment is a, is a political process, impeachment is sort of like indictment. And what happened when um, when Clinton was impeached was his popularity went up. 
and, and he wasn't removed from office. It's not a really, John. Oh, shh. I'm, I'm not. I'm. I'm not the one who's barking. No, I want you to shut up because Humphrey has something to oh, say. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I misunderstood the shh. Okay, Humphrey, what is it? Oh, in the well. No, he's talking about the impeachment. Oh yeah, the impeachment is as good as saving a child from the well. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. so Humphrey and I disagree about the value of impeachment. Go on. So anyway, I, I'm. I'm. I, I think that the only way to get uh, Trump out of office is to vote him out of office, because um, although although there is a possibility that um, which is the the best thing that could happen is that the the um, the Democrats in the House impeach Trump and it goes to the Senate and Mitch McConnell, um, who doesn't like to vote about anything ever, mm-hmm. says, "Oh, we're not gonna we're not gonna take it all because." That is very anti-humanist of you. Anti-what? Human. I, he's he's not human. He's a turtle. He is a turtle. He's a turtle in human form. Okay, I don't. I beg to differ. I beg to differ. I'll tell you what we're gonna okay, do. T- t- not gonna vote. It's at the north vote. part of Ukraine. It's basically you know just Russia. Gosh, you know, just say, oh, I'm wrong. John, I'm wrong. I John, you're wrong. right. <gasps> what? What'd you say? I, th- I was talking over that. Say it again. Never mind. Oh, talking over that. There we go. Here, let's hear this one. Let's see what it says. Cassandra thinks this is boring. I think that says it all. <laughs> I think that absolutely says it all. <laughs> That was the perfect timing of that. Like, of course, you didn't name these songs, so I'd have no idea what they are. So, oh, I named it in the the. Well, when I put it email. in the the little player I thing, that you would change the name of the files. Oh well, jeez, I don't do work. I don't know if you've heard the show before. Uh, so, do you think it's not worth it to do it? Do you think it's a bad idea? I honestly, it kind of depends on what's in the transcript. Mm. I mean, the thing is, is that almost everything rolls off this guy's back. Like a couple weeks ago, you said that his approval ratings were tanking in response to something. And they weren't. Well, the thing is, is that his approval rating has stayed more consistent than any other president's approval rating. And the problem is never gone over 50 percent. So it's never gone below 40 percent. It has. Well, it's gone to like 38%. The thing is, is that the damage that he is a symptom of was caused by, what's his name from the Reagan administration? The, Lee Atwater? The, Lee Atwater. And, um, Great guitar player. Was he? Lee Atwater Look and the Koch brothers. And, um, and uh, what's his name? Breitbart News guy who used to be in the White House uh, mm-hmm. who needs to, sh- to find a comb. Um, what is his name? The Leninist who wants to tear down the world. Steve Bannon. Those guys, so the Koch brothers and Lee Atwater um, and uh, Roger Ailes have already done the damage so that we have a, a large proportion of the population that is completely misinformed. So that they're living, they, I mean, they're living in a, a world where science is bad, all major media is bad, and they only believe... No, it, I don't think they believe science is bad. They, no, they, they think, do. No, they think science is bad only when it goes against their agenda. And, like, basically, they're against anything that's against their agenda. And, like, I'm very much a person who's, like, I mean, I'm... Clearly, we've seen in this podcast that 
I'm blinded by my own ego. But in general, I know I totally admit to that. But in I try, I aspire to being driven by data and by empiricism. There are many. I, I listen. There are many people in this country that c- confronted with the fact that Chernobyl is actually in the in Ukraine. <laughs> Okay, but no, seriously, if on the map it's just like a few pixels, just a few pixels. Just, oh, well, I you thought just you shove were it one of them. So, but you are I actually, am, I am. you actually, I'm gonna, it's in Russia. You <laughs> shut up, old man. Sick. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You're out of your element. So, uh, but the damage has already been done. People uh, are deluded, and and now with social media, I mean, think about what what is if we. Here, our country is under attack by enemies. Let's just say that that's true. Let's just say that, for instance, Saudi Arabia, North Korea, China, uh, Russia, uh, any number of countries are just tired of being pushed around by the most powerful nation on earth and realize that every four years we completely change our government and it's elected by people who... um, aren't paying very much attention and can really be swayed by all kinds of really stupid stuff. And we have they have access to the levers of power because they can hack Facebook and Google and, and, uh, and all, all these kinds of platforms, and they can twist our minds around. We're, I mean, we're screwed. We're really hard. We're just screwed. Mm. And they want to take us down. What do you think is more um, would, would be worse for our country? Another four years... Of Donald Trump or a complete reversal, um, so that we have uh, a completely different uh, person uh, in office, like Bernie. What would be worse? Yeah, for, I mean, from from the point of view of China, what, what would they rather have happen? Oh no, of course, the rest of the world would much rather have more more Trump. They would, yeah. right? I mean, uh, not not England, not mm. France, not the European Union, uh, right? Uh, well, I mean. Talking about the people who would like to see us go down, especially yeah, yeah, yeah. China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. China, China and, and Russia, Russia would love that. Yeah, they would love more Trump. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And so we should. Yeah. So when those things get alerted, like it get flagged of like, oh, there's Huawei might be spying on us, and uh, the Russians are, are invading Facebook. Yeah, we should totally take that seriously. By the way, I just want to say to Cassandra, this is John bringing this up. I I'm ready to go onto the Emmys, but no, no, I'm going to let John go. What? Go on. What about about impeachment? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God! Is she is she listening? Is I she, have no she, idea. I, I told you I wouldn't tell you if she, if she did, was. Play that play that thing again. Let's just just hear Wait. that again. Let's, what? We, the 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 song the song. And then uh, we can move on. All right. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's it. No wait. No sorry, shit. Sorry. Sorry. I I got it. All right. Here we go. Cause Yeah, yeah, and I love that you let the sustain just sort of take this, take us out on this whole cue. That's it. That's it. That's great. That was funnier than I thought when I made it. Uh, Yeah, Tyson says another uh, great music cue. So, um, did you? Yeah. So anyhow, it'll be really interesting. I don't want to. I don't want to speculate on anything about impeachment because it, just like you said everything rolls off this president's back and like we're in a, a, a period where 
nothing means anything. Do you think really he, he has he actually has skin? Do you think maybe it's just sort of rubber, like a rubber, oh, rubber skin, rubber skin, a skin of rubber? Mm-hmm. I guess that is skin. Or he has that rubber. Soul. Do you think he's real? He's a real person. Do you think he's a real boy? Oh, uh, he so, lies so much. Well, maybe he's like a puppet. No, if he was a puppet, his nose would be like three thousand feet long. Hmm. So he's got a lot of money. Maybe he gets constant nose jobs. Sunday with was the uh, the Emmys. Yeah, did you watch them? I did. You did I did? Oh, yeah, oh, that's D- amazing. I know very few people watch the Emmys. It was one of the lowest rated Emmys of all time. Yeah, so I was it, just thinking million? about how yeah. I mean it used to be a big deal. Yeah, all the all the award shows. Now yeah. who cares? Like who cares? Well, there's so much content out there. I but guess that's what I it is. had to watch because my sister was nominated for an Emmy. <gasps> did she win? No, she did not. Fuck no. that. You you think we would have gone 20 minutes without me mentioning that she won an Oscar? I mean, an Emmy. She what did. Was she up for? She won an, what was she up for uh, an Emmy for? Uh, she directed an episode of Fosse Verdon. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I haven't watched that yet. Yeah. Uh, Kruger saw, said it was amazing. Um, Did you see it? You haven't, haven't seen any. She does a lot of shit. Out there. I mean, <laughs> yeah, she but she does, was nominated. Oh my god! Me. And tonight is her. Wait, last night was her. She she. It's her had, birthday, and you're n- fucked. No, no. She uh, the premiere of her new show uh, that she's a producer on. Oh just really? Aired. Yeah. She gonna hire us? No, she, they, they shoot in Memphis. They don't. So. They they hire out of they they what hire. Is it? What is the name of the show? I don't know. You it's, don't know? No, it's like it's something. You know, maybe if you paid more attention, she'd hire you more often. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know, I know. It's I don't like called it Bluff my... City Law and Bluff City. Oh, is that Memphis? Is Bluff City? Yeah, apparently. Oh. I just found that out just now. I just figured that out. Yeah. And she directed the pilot, and uh, and she's a producer on it, and it aired either tonight or the night before. Mm-hmm. And everyone should watch it, but I'm exempt because I'm the brother. <laughs> what uh, uh, network is it on? Uh, ABC. ABC. Oh, that's wait. that's that's a oh, good network. I've heard of them before. They kind of uh, been around for a while. I don't know what, what it's on. You don't know? It's not on ABC, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I, yeah, I, I don't know what what it's on. It, I, I just. I really, I really wish uh, her and that show the best, but I think that's a dumb name. I don't think Except she, there was Stumptown. Oh no! It airs Friday on NBC. Oh, you totally, at eight. So you I totally no got idea. it wrong. Totally we're got not, it wrong. We're not in the process of missing it right now. No. Right. Oh wait, no, no. It, it aired on Monday. <laughs> it aired on Monday, um, yesterday on NBC. It's really and early pilot, for you to be this drunk. Eight point. No, I'm there. I, there's a lot of. Oh Jesus Christ. Um, a lot of uh, confusing information. But a lot um, of confusing information. Yeah. So it got really? an, a, the pilot got an eight point two on on IMDb. Everyone should watch it. But it airs again on Friday. That. The 27th on 8 p.m. at 8 p.m. Really? Yeah. NBC is showing it twice? Yeah. How strange. Because my weird? sister, they're like, oh, she was an Emmy nominee. Let's put it Oh, in. yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, totally. So, anyhow, everyone should watch it and, um, yeah, send uh, stuff to make sure that they stay on there. Isn't that what the people do these days? They send things to... Yeah, I don't know. I right. don't... I don't. Yeah. It's too much for me. When, it, when something, something really good gets canceled, I'm like, thank God. Take that off the plate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to watch that. Oh, oh for, you know, <laughs> Jesus Christ! How many seasons of 
What was that? What was the uh, the Fleabag one that won all the watch. Fleabag? Exactly. Fleabag yeah. was like, oh, it's just two seasons. Thank goodness. Yeah, but each one is like six episodes. Like it's easy, easy peasy. Oh, I know, I know. I'm and just she saying, just got a twenty million dollar deal with uh, Amazon. I'd give her twenty million dollars to yeah. do one more thing. She's so good. It was so fucking yeah, good. Yeah, everyone should see everything. it. She deserved absolutely everything. Uh, my sister deserved to win. No, absolutely. Fuck Chernobyl. She, I heard that well, Russian Ch- show really really good you know when chernobyl is in ukraine by the way i like how you're like it's in ukraine, ukraine. <laughs> it used to be called the ukraine but anyhow was, she went knowing that she wasn't going to win because uh, chernobyl was so good and it's from the ukraine yeah and she like because it i mean you know she, ben stiller was also um nominated for what Ava DeVernay was nominated. What? Who? Ava De- DeVernay. DeVernay, you know. Who's that? She's that director who did Wrinkle in Time. And she they, she still works? How <laughs> dare you? What else? Did she do uh, 13th? Yeah. And then she did Wrinkle in Time. Did anyone see Wrinkle in Time? Yeah. Who? Zach Galifianakis' family. Oh. Yeah. Is that a lot of people? Uh, yeah, I mean those Greeks. Have, they breed like crazy. Yeah, he's got a couple kids. He does. Are you yeah. sure? Mm-hmm. He's just making that up. No, you have no idea. No, he's got two sons. Did you, you didn't see Winkle in Time? No, 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 no. I've no. never seen any of her stuff because she was one up against my sister. And then also oh, the director of mix. Hamilton was also nominated for uh, for what? Uh, for Fosse Verdon. <clears throat> oh, and he was the the you know the directing producer so oh i think that if she had no chance she had no chance yeah no and i mean and she, you know she's got that uh she already has an oscar from when she was like but kruger 16. did say that it was his favorite episode well that's great yeah and you really haven't seen it i got a lot of shit going <laughs> on i gotta watch that 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 um sam elliott uh kill hitler bigfoot no movie. you really don't no I'm no, going to do that first. Really, I promised the listeners I would really do that. So I'm going to do that. that. You know, I would really... I would don't do. you tell me what to do. Okay, I'm not going to tell you what, what to do. What you know Nazi what you should totally to do? You should totally watch that uh, Sam Elliott Hitler versus uh, you're, you're, well, I will take that. that you what? Yeah. Oh, so, um, it doesn't work. This reverse psychology the, doesn't work on you. This Emmy Awards, they did not have a host. Uh-huh. Well, that's good. Why? I don't, well, I don't... It seems like hosts is, uh, is getting more and more sort of weird and redundant. It's like the host comes out and does something at the beginning, and then they show up and sort of take up time and introduce other people who read jokes as well. And, it's and just, oh, it, written by the same writers. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. yeah. Well, or yeah, and it's just always, always it's, it seems more and more sort of vestigial. You know, I mean, you could just do a, an opening uh, musical with whoever, and then they don't have to continue to do the hey, we're our monologue or anything. You know what I mean? But it does give a a modicum of cohesiveness. So when Ricky Gervais hosts the um, the Glo- Golden Globes, yeah, you have you're like, oh, it's a it's a Gervais joint. Yeah, well, but it should be just the Golden Globes. That's kind of my point. I mean, well, only but, but, only Ellen really uh, qualifies as as being sort of. Uh, friendly enough nowadays to just sort of host things it seems like everybody else has got sort of like like Rick, ricky gervais or when letterman was hosting a couple of times it always felt a little mean and uh, gervais is very very mean i love him yeah but, but it just it they just, got good viewership i mean he did it did. three times because not because he was mean but because he got numbers 
Well, don't people, I mean, the numbers aren't based on who's hosting it, do you think? I mean, well, really? I, I, the Oscars and the Emmys had uh, both host lists this past year had like the lowest numbers. But isn't it I, just I, a I reflection mean, it, of nobody cares? Right, right. That, that's, that is the question. Is it, is it because nobody cares or is it because they didn't have a host? Right. I don't think it's because they didn't. It's not like based a on what? Because uh, based on me, <laughs> right, right. based on like I don't watch, I don't, I don't turn it on and go, I, oh, I gotta watch the Oscars because right, right. Ricky Gervais is hosting. I'm just like, yeah, I gotta watch gold. the Oscars because absolutely nothing else going on in my life. Oh look, I have to take a dump. I guess I won't watch the Oscars. That kind of thing, you know. That's the way I think. Yeah, I mean, there was a time when people got excited. Look inside my brain, where like, oh, you know, Chris Rock is gonna host the Oscars. That was like, why really do you exciting. think that is? Why did that go away? That uh, 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 award fever because of the the, um, the the politics that go along with anybody who's who's asked to host. So, Ricky, is that is that why people stopped watching? That, no, that no, like I think that's why people would would watch. It was happened because uh, Kevin Hart was was uh, supposed to host the Oscars, yeah. And um, we hope you're recovering well. And uh, he, because he said some hom- homophobic things in the past, he he got canceled. It was it was a right. sort of cancel culture thing, and um, so they decided to go hostless because then then they could say they could say like, well, like you can't focus on anybody because there is no one host. Is a no host bar when you have to pay for your drinks? There's no holds barred. No, no host. A no host bar when you have a, a no host bar. No. At a party. No. What? That just means there's no bartender. It, but it doesn't open, mean it's it's free. An open bar is a free bar. So what's a no host bar? That just means there's no bartender. No, I think you're wrong. You think you should look that up. No, you look it up. No, I, you, I don't have a computer in front of me. You have a fucking giant chew, fucking tuna like, noodle over here. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna look it up. <clears throat> Anyhow, that's not really the point of what I was talking about. So it? I'm really glad you focused on what I was saying. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's going to be like this for the next hour and a half, people. So, you know, who can blame you if you want to... you going to keep listening. Trouble. It's going to be really oh, Jesus good. Christ. So oh, good. my God. So why do people stop watching award shows? I don't know. Do you I think, think it'd be reached peak awards? I think so. I think there's that. And, you know, there's so much content out there these days. There's other things to do. Yeah, there's like it turns out they just found out that there's the outdoors. They just found out that award shows suck. Yeah. No, I mean I I look at I'm very happy award shows are out there because of you know, people like my sister can win them. A no um, host bar is a bar at a social event for which guests are required to pay for the drinks themselves. It is opposed to a hosted bar where drinks are paid for by the host. Okay, so, so we're no, both wrong. So no, that's exactly what I said. No, that's not what you said. You said it was where people didn't have to pay. No, I said where people have to pay. That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chernobyl. And I'm the drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, a no host award show is where people have to pay for their their awards. Oh, I oh is I, that I'm right? Not, I'm not paying. I'm not paying. Would that would yeah. that be funny? <laughs> <laughs> I had this idea for uh, a a TV show or, or uh, like a a comedy show called the award show, where every day you give out awards. So so you have a a um, 
it's sort of your, your your bit is at the beginning you just give out awards for the like the dumbest thing that happened this week or the whatever, and then you and you give an award to every guest. And that'd be pretty funny. That's good conceit. Yeah, yeah. yeah as long okay. as they have to give a good speech, you know. Well, yeah. They well, you you could just sit them sit them down, and I could like I, I could we we could do a version of the awards show today. So uh, I want to uh, welcome my guest Marty. Hey, Marty is the best dressed person in this room right now. Congratulations, yeah, well, Marty. Thank you. I'm the only one wearing pants. <laughs> right, all the dogs and me we're all not wearing pants. That's correct. That's so, why and, I and said you, that. And so I've awarded you the uh, the golden ale. Um, so that's your uh, your award. And uh, so tell us, uh, Marty, what do you think about getting this award? Who do you, would you like to thank? Your mother? For Wait, learning do teaching? I get to do the speech or are you going to like coach me through the speech? No, okay, I'm sorry. You go ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, Marty, you. Uh, I, I, I never thought I would win the no, gold. Nobody else did either. Ale. I was up against some very stiff competition. Uh, and by st- <laughs> I know that they're all stiff because I can see their erections because they're not wearing pants. And it's a little, dis, uh, it's very distracting. Not just a little, it's very distracting. And Jesus, John, you don't have to touch it. John. Did you, did you guys hear that he said it's not little? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just uh, want to thank my parents for teaching me how to um, put in my feet into the uh, holes of a pair of pants what? and to zip them Wait up. Wait a minute, what? And oh shit! Yeah, I should have gone to school. Okay, this that is day. my fucking speech. Sorry, Jesus. And I want to thank my team. Uh, this is Humphrey and Bruno and McQueen and my agents and my lawyers. Your Asians? That's what I said. Secret Asian man. Um, did you say Humphrey the Queen? Nope. Okay. No, Bruno the Queen. Nope. McQueen. Yeah. Is that his name? Nope. That's her name. Her name is Queen. Or nope. McQueen. Jesus fucking Christ. I don't know. She's never around. You're not allowed to she's have dogs. She's never around. She's not. She's, the other dogs come and say hi to me. She doesn't come and say hi to me. Yeah, because you're a dick. Well, yeah, but I'm a human dick. So <laughs> she should come up and say, hello, I'm checking you out. Mm-hmm. Just to make sure that you're not, you know, okay. bad. Uh, so anyhow. By the way, ladies and gentlemen. People just I know there, everyone's wondering. Humphrey, you, Humphrey's hung like a horse. If you responded to this. John's right here, and he he's ready to go to series with this show. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I I could uh, whip it out, uh, so to speak. Uh, in um, yeah, I'm excited about it. So last week there was an incident in New York where a uh, it was on Monday or Sunday Monday I think it was I don't know. Uh, where a teenager 16 uh, named Cassine Morris he was hanging out with his friends in New York, uh, and uh, it was a small uh, well. It wasn't New York City, but he was attacked by a schoolmate, Tyler Flatch, Flack, Flatch, uh-huh. um, who was mad because apparently they were they were dating the same girl, or they were interested in the same girl, or that was the perception. And the fight escalated. How old were they? Uh, well, uh, Cassine was sixteen, and Tyler is eighteen, and over fifty kids witnessed this, and. Uh, according to reports, no one tried to stop it, and Tyler's buddies like helped out. And but everybody was filming it, or many people were filming it. And then uh, Cassine Morris was stabbed multiple times. 
and he was he died on at the site. Nobody helped him. He just died. And it's incredibly sad that somebody was killed be, just because they were dating or were perceived of dating someone that they that somebody objected to. And it's even sadder that like despite dozens and dozens of people watching this, nobody did shit to stop it. So did did this happen because we are in a culture where everyone is more interested in in social media notoriety? You know, I'm sure it went up on Snapchat and uh, Facebook and the like. Um, are they more interested in that than the betterment of society, or did this just happen because teenagers are shitty people? And I was a shitty person when I when I was a teenager, uh, and I'm still digging out of that shitty person hole. I don't understand anything about that incident at all. Like, I have no understanding, no empathetic understanding for how any of that could happen. So this so, guy was hanging out with his friends, Cassine, and basically this dude, other dude came up and picked a fight with him. No, I understand what happened. And then stabbed him multiple times. I don't times. understand how anybody could stab another person. I don't understand how... Other people could stand by and watch that happen. I don't understand how people could film it. And I don't, so I can't get my mind around that it happened. And so when you ask me, why do I think it happened? I have, I, I'm, I'm, my mind is completely boggled. So I, I can't really, uh, you know, it just, but I I can say that I suspect that people, some people, didn't get involved because um, they were afraid of the guys who were stabbing him. I mean, I think that goes into some of it, and and then the other thing is maybe there weren't that many people around, or maybe it, the damage, maybe the, the 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 stabbing happened so fast that they they didn't have time to stop it, but. Um, I'm just trying to throw out excuses. I yeah, think, but I I don't I don't know everything about it is is super super sad. You know, there's a thing about um, the bystander effect. Well, no, I was gonna gonna say that uh, there's a there, there is that, but there's a thing about teenage uh, boys um, are just stupidly uh, violent, and um, a lot and, of hormones going on. Yeah, with not a lot of. Uh, somehow get in the the way of the the consequence hormones yeah so yeah but i it, think just super it's very very sad there was a shooting at um at the rose bowl this past weekend and yeah. uh, a kid who went to my son's school um was uh killed i think over a girl and uh i just saw that in the in the local paper uh, I don't know why. I think it was it was it was Culver City um, <clears throat> paper had an article on him and and a picture of him and you know he was he was a nice looked like a nice young man. Yeah. And uh, I guess he got in a fight with somebody and they sh- he got shot about a girl. Yeah. I think maybe the problem is girls. Girls. It's girls are stupid. <laughs> Cassandra's bored. Because she's stupid. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, there is a thing called the bystander effect where people feel like they're insulated from what's going on in the world or going on direct, directly in front of them because they're not 
I thought the bystander involved. effect was that someone else is going to take care of that. Yeah, there was that too. Because I, I think that the, actually if there's like one or two people standing by, then the people are much more likely to do something than if there's 20 that or 30. That is the theory. And so it goes back to this uh, woman, Kitty Genovese, who's yeah. uh, killed in New York. Uh, New York is a terrible place. Don't ever go. <laughs> and and because and pa- apparently, you know, 40, 38 neighbors were watching her be killed, but that nobody wanted to get involved because uh, they all thought that somebody else would get involved. You know that that was mostly debunked. That was mostly debunked, absolutely, yeah. because okay. people did call the police and people. And in fact, there was a study done that basically, you know, in, in most cases, people do step in. Like around ninety percent of the time, people step in when they think that they that like something bad has happened. I mean, yeah, base people actually. Over and over again, it's proven that people are basically good. Most people are basically right, good. Right, right. But, uh, but in, this, in case, this case, like, you know, well, it, what it is happened? really striking. Yeah, it's awful. I don't even, I mean, I, I can't even, I don't know. What do you think? I, I actually, this is the first time anybody's asked what I think about something. Uh, it's not really true. It's not really true. But <laughs> I just, it's fun, it's fun wee, to, wee, to play wee. the role. Oh the, my God, I, I'm pie, yummy, me, 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 me. So it is, I, I just, I think it's a combination of things. I think we are in an era of, of sort of um, spectacle, you know, where we want, we want exciting things to happen and we want to record those things on our phone. Well, there's, there's an effect um, that I think photojournalists have observed in themselves or, or you know, where cameramen, news cameramen are in dangerous situations and they're, they don't realize it or they're not aware that they are, uh, you know, they're taking photos or they're taking video and they're just, they kind of think they're invulnerable. Right. And right. I think that if they're you, this omniscient sort of, uh, or not omniscient, but, you know, sort of outside of the, the, yeah, you're, you're the observer. sphere of, of experience and they're yeah. just outside of it. And I think if you take out your phone and you start filming something, you might have that kind of feeling like you're, you're the recorder. It's not, you're not part of this. Yeah. Uh, and that might have had an impact, but I, I mean, how many people were actually there? I mean, you say a lot of people. They say fifty to seventy people. What? That's according to the police. And the guy who was killed was. Did everybody really not like him? Maybe that was the he case. Was, he was really. He was, he was really. Kind of a dick. That's that's. that's he was, oh, we just crossed the line here. What? I, I'm just saying. I, I mean, objectively, he was a dick. He like kicked cats. <laughs> he kicked cats. He kicked and cat. He was a lousy kisser, according to the girl. Oh and man, it, it, that's it, just me. What? I'm just saying what's out there. Uh, no, it, it is a very distressing reflection on groups, and I don't think it's a reflection necessarily 100% on the like generational things. I, don't, I think that certainly... No, no. I think people have been people killing have all, each other. People are always assholes. Being jerks. It's just really yeah. sad when teenage boys... Well, te- any, but any teenager, when any kid dies it's terrible and it's really terrible that teenage boys tend to like do really stupid things and then tend to die what yeah and there there are things uh, can you think of a thing that you did that was really stupid as a teen that like could have easily like ended up really badly and yeah i think there's a number of things that i've done yeah like i should never have been allowed to drive a car yeah, I should. I was like thirty-five. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. I mean, I did totally stupid things, and yeah, and um, they were basically like not violent things, but just dumb, like 
kid things where somebody could have lost a, a, a hand or a head or I was you know. I drove across the country uh, to get out to Seattle after uh, the summer after graduating from college and and I, I was driving across the country with uh, Mike uh, Shapiro who was on the show uh, one month ago and uh, we were driving through Michigan and it was completely it was night dead of night and we were we were taping this we were, had a video camera mm. and and uh and so I had this. I was this driving. is in the nineties, early nineties. This is in the eighties. Eighties, eighty nine, eighty eight, eighty eight, eighty seven. eighty seven. So it's like a really clunky, shitty, uh, like very low res camera. Go on. Yeah. 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 And so I had the camera. I was driving, and I said, "I'm going to take the camera and aim it at you. You hold onto the wheel." And we were doing this thing as we were driving sixty miles an hour on the freeway, and uh, we both. We didn't look at the road for for a while, or you know, for a couple seconds. I looked up, and we were in the breakdown lane, and we were going seventy miles an hour. And I glanced up, and there was a van in the breakdown lane ahead of us, and the people who were in the van were looking at us. And the headlights were on them. Yeah, and if we had, I had looked up one like millisecond later, we would have all been dead. And I've all, all I've looked back on that that moment a lot of times and thought. Maybe I did die then, and this has all been a hallucination, including you. And it makes things make more sense. Sylvain's Ladder. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sylvain's Ladder. Jacob's Ladder, everybody. You should watch that movie. That's a freaky good movie. Uh, you didn't like it? I don't I thought it. it was really like striking, but the story I didn't love. I don't really remember the story. Yeah. Just put me off of ever, ever, going, yeah, ever going to chiropractors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Danny Aiello. Whatever happened to that fella? Well, he's probably I don't know. It's fine. He's old. Yeah. You know what I we I watched in my in my class today was um, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, and Danny you know what the be- classic. You know at the beginning of Raiders of the Lost Ark, he mm-hmm. goes to that uh, temple in in gets that head and the big ball. Mm-hmm. You know the guy who's with him. You know who that is. Mm-hmm. Who is it? That Shakespeare guy. Shakespeare guy. It's not Shakespeare. <laughs> Didn't you go to college with that Shakespeare guy? No, no. No, it's Alfred Molina. Yeah, who's a big Shakespeare guy. Oh, well, yeah, it's Alfred Molina. Yeah, and then and then you know Saul is is like he uh, taught Shakespeare in the Valley, you know, for years. He did. Yeah, and then he got that part, and then he's he no, no, no they, Alfred after, Molina after that. Yeah, you know, it's kind of funny because well, anyway, he's a fantastic actor. He is fairly good, very very good. Doc Ock. So yeah, <laughs> that's one of his greatest. Actually, he was great as Doc Ock. Of I course, he was he was, he's a great actor. Yeah, but he's the guy. You know, at the beginning, he gets punctured by the by the fence. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's yeah, Elf Melina. That's his start. All right, there you yeah. go. And then uh, you know the dwarf Gimli is in it, They're playing uh, Saul. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. The have you been following the Joker? No, not at all. I just see the posters. I don't know anything about right. it. So this is a movie. Yeah, uh, it's an origin story about the Joker, mm-hmm. starring Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, tweet in if you want to know or if you have a, an opinion about this. Nooner podcast, and it is. Um, he plays the Joker, and it sort of tracks his his like his. Is it a movie? It's a movie. Yeah. Directed by Todd Phillips, who did The Hangover and whatnot. <clears throat> he did? Yeah. And it, it tracks his sort of trajectory from being like a... Who did Welcome to the Dollhouse? That was Todd Phillips. Same guy? Uh, oh, no. That was Todd Solins. 
Todd Sollins. Todd Sollins. Uh, Todd Phillips is uh, Hangover, and um, he's also he did um, a documentary that went to Sundance, a supposed documentary. This is his first movie where uh, it was about hazing. Ah. And he got in a lot of uh, hot water because he, and it turns out he admitted to staging a lot of the things that he shot. Mm. And then from that, he got to do old school. Yeah. So Hollywood. He did did old school? Yeah. Hollywood (laughs) rewards cheating, it turns out. Yeah, that guy who who uh, faked all of his uh, stories about uh, how he was uh, recovering from all that stuff that he was on Oprah and stuff like that, he's going to have a great career. I don't know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So the Joker, I was wondering about this. The Joker, so so this is my theory of, of, well, of stories. Well, let me just get a, yeah, give okay. a little more background. So he plays this uh, aspiring comedian who is like uh, an outsider and he's an outcast and he's picked upon he's bullied and then some criminals beat him up and that is the turning point where he decides to become a uh, like an antisocial amoral like sociopath and go on to become a a crime lord because of that i see uh and also a a murderous one as well Mm -hmm. so the question is like uh so there, the people from uh, the parents from Aurora, Colorado, the shooting there, where yeah, uh, that was a Batman. Uh, that was a Batman movie, movie and and the apparently the, there was uh, the police did not confirm this, but the shooter claimed to call himself the Joker, and he had dyed his hair and he, and he had shot people, and they were saying that they were asking Warner Brothers not to release the film, or or basically they were saying that if you're like. They use the the phrase "with great power comes great responsibility," and if like to be very wary about promoting this sort of uh, this story of. And did Warner Brothers respond by saying, "That's Spider Man, motherfuckers! This is DC." Right, right, and basically, you know, the story of of like an outsider becoming uh, violent based on the, their treatment that that would feed into this sort of narrative of these in, in incels and whatever you know people out there who are isolated and feel that same sort of loneliness that that will drive them to violence hmm. so what were you, what were you going to say so I, i'm just leaving it there well uh so so i i've been looking i haven't seen any previews about it but i've seen the posters and the billboards and shit like that and I, I was thinking about, so, you know, what I've been teaching my uh, class, which is a very sort of simple uh, rudimentary uh, class or whatever uh, for non-filmmakers, um, but talking about uh, the role of the protagonist in, in a story. And the protagonist is someone who um, changes, you know. And in a Hollywood film, the, protag- you have the, the first act is the setup. And then the protagonist makes a decision t- to change something and that leads you to the second act and and the a protagonist in a movie has to learn something like they, there's a lesson that they learn and I was looking at the poster for the Joker and I said that guy's a psychopath I mean the Joker it, it should is is uh, one of the best villains because he's completely nuts yeah he's not motive and the way Heath Ledger did it see that's one of the 
the other little problems that I have with the movie is is it's sort of like the whole Princess Bride remake. You know, the argument is why remake something that's perfect. Wait, are it's they re- remaking it? The Princess Bride? Oh. Yes. I had no idea. Yes. Um, but now we should talk about that. But but uh, Heath Ledger's Joker was so amazing. That mm. It's really hard to imagine anybody else doing it or any reason to do it, even though Joaquin Phoenix is also a very good actor. But uh, As is Cesar Romero, as is Jack <laughs> Nicholson, as is 30 Seconds to Mars, uh, that fellow. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Sure, but okay. So I'm just really curious about uh, how you can make an actual movie in which the protagonist is uh, a psychopath, right? Like, well, how you you can't get inside his character and understand him as a person who wants to change. And I don't necessarily want to see a psychopath humanized. No, you know, no. So I tried to do that in my last job for seven years. Then finally, the company went under, and I was like, Who are you trying to humanize? The CEO. Oh, yeah. I I I do have a, an issue with it, but at the same time, there's the idea it's fiction, right? And there are have been plenty of people out there who have written stories about psychopaths that have been very successful. You look at Brett Easton Ellis in American Psycho. You look at uh, you know, it wasn't at, that successful though? Uh, well, it's it got a movie that is a great movie. I think. Oh, the the book was. The, the the movie uh, yeah uh, the movie's awesome I love the movie you do yeah I didn't like the book uh, um but but then you've got like you know f- uh, uh, Freddy from Friday the Thirteenth like when why is that okay and yeah, why but the, is the hero of of Friday the Thirteenth is not Freddy Freddy is the antagonist but we cheer for Freddy though no, you do because you're crazy no you cheer for you cheer for the people who are going to try and survive but nobody survives. That's not true. Somebody always survives those movies. They, then they get killed in the next one. <laughs> isn't that right? I don't yeah. watch those movies, but isn't somebody always I, survive? I don't know. I don't know. But like, you know, what's your name? Uh, you know, from Halloween, Jamie uh, Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis survived. Well, she made it to the second one, then she got killed. I think didn't no, she? No, she she obviously survived because she's in the the remake that happened last oh, yeah, last yeah. Uh, oh, Tuesday yeah. or whatever right, it was. Right, right. I mean, she must have. How many right? times has Batman and Superman died in their respective worlds? You know. Well, that didn't start happening until about twenty years ago. They didn't die for a long time, and then you know, Superman apparently has been killed like eight times. In yeah, like the last. Uh, remade, re- it's still trying to figure out how to make that character yeah, I think work. It's, he's the he's the opposite of the Joker because he's too good. He doesn't have anything to learn. He's perfect. And when he dies, he comes back to life. When they it's try to boring. make him vulnerable, they're like, "Yeah, let's bring him back." It's totally boring. I mean, Superman is very boring because he's too powerful, right. too perfect. And you know, so, do you just, like the Joker as an as, as an a, idea? No, I think it's probably going to be terrible. Oh, oh, but what do you think of him as a character? As a character, as a foil, he's fantastic. I right. mean, he's great. He's did you really the, good. You, did you read the Killing Joke? That was the Alan Moore one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, that was so long ago. I don't remember. Uh, any of it. I really loved it, it, and it was just so disturbing and weird and uh, very haunting. Brian Bolland did the 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 art for it, and then they turned it into an animated thing a couple of years ago, and it was just creepy, like like kind of like stalkery, like gross. It was mm-hmm. very weird. So it's like it's so hard to take those characters and make them like uh, like different, different medium. It's a different medium. I absolutely. think there's there's, yeah, there's yeah. limitations and and advantages to you know film. Uh, it, it and just was so misogynistic. Same action, exact same plot. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, did this you see? Is have creepy. you watched Preacher? 
Uh, no, no. Kruger told me that it was okay, but I, I started. I watched the first one. as like I, I don't know what's going on. I the comic book is fantastic. Yeah, I never watched. I haven't watched the thing because oh. I can't imagine it would be even watchable. Honestly, because because the the comic book is is sort of has a depth to it and a weirdness to it that I I think you have to have uh film you have to have a, a way in. I think that film uh makes you feel although there are films that can be very alienating but they're not very enjoyable. They're interesting but not enjoyable. I can't think of like like Lars von Trier kind of dogma, not dogma but dogville, is that what it was? Um and uh, you know, sort of foreign films that are that have a uh, a commentary on things, but they're you know, but if you're going to make a fiction film, tell a fictional story, you can't. It has you have to have a a a character that you can identify with. Now, then I think about Succession, and I'm wondering. Well, I guess you can identify with a lot of those characters. You should watch that; it's really good. All right, all right. That should have gotten a lot of uh, Emmys, but it didn't. Was it eligible? Yeah, it's on TV. It's on HBO. Well, I thought it was maybe the timing of it. I don't no, know. No, it's been. This is the second season. <clears throat> right. It got nominated and won actually one for oh, okay. one director. All right. Not your. Not sister. my sister. Fucking <laughs> no! You ladies had to rub it in. <laughs> Christmas is going to be really, really you know, uncomfortable. You know, she really would have won if you'd watched it. <sighs> Jesus. Uh, I'm so interested. If you do have something to say about Joker, are you are you interested? Are you going to see it? The way thing, I don't think so. I mean, apparently, Joaquin Phoenix is amazing in it, mm-hmm. and you know he he lost like fifty pounds. Therefore, what? he must be amazing in it. He he lost fifty pounds. Something like from, that. Did he cut off his leg? He was so skinny to begin with. There you go. There you go. This is the what it takes to be an actor. God, that's the dedication it takes. And if you're not willing to do that, knock it off. Hey, listen, Tom Hanks is diabetes. And it's because he gained and lost weight for roles. Oh, is that really? Why? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought he was a type one. No. Oh. oh. No. So don't do that anymore, don't people. Don't do that. It's not good for no. you. No. I did. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Oof. Um. So we do have a couple emails, and oh, I'm supposed to do the shoot. Okay. See, the the thing is, the sound is like. You hear that? Do you hear that? Mm-hmm. It's because of my computer. Your computer. Yeah. What what about it? It's making I don't know. It does it's this noises. Thing. Is it is it an underlying thing throughout? We're the gonna dip podcast. into the mail sack. Oh, shut the mail fuck up. Sack, mail sack. I wanna get my hands in that mail sack. Shut the fuck up. Okay, I do. Uh, yeah, that was great. Want to say that we did have um, we did invite Dan Etheridge tonight, but Dan Etheridge turns out to be. In a different country, so we weren't able to uh, bring him in. Uh, we only have a couple emails today. The first one is from Detective Ray, who's out in North Carolina, and uh, it's been a while. So he writes in and he says, "Good afternoon, Murps. It's been a while. It's been a while. Are you familiar with that that um, meme? No. All right." It's some 90s rock band. I can't remember who it is, but, you know. Anyhow, he says, I was listening this past to, to this past Tuesday's show, thank you very much, and you mentioned boofing as butt sex. Who, mm-hmm. said, who said that? I think I did. Okay. That's what it, well, that's what it was when I was uh, in high school. Okay, well, that's a, that was in New Hampshire. That's no, like, it was Massachusetts. <laughs> same difference. <laughs> uh, 
Uh-huh. Actually, boofing in the act uh, uh, is the act of funneling alcohol through one's anus so so you can get drunk quicker. What? Yeah, it's like a booze enema. It's a, a booze enema. A booze enema. Did you do it with beer or with? The oh, I think you can do it with whatever you want. And he says, "Funny thing is, that the is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of in my life." Well, no, apparently you don't have to taste it. What? But. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's that's on the list of reasons why it's dumb. What? Alcohol tastes terrible. Well, that's true. A funny thing is, the first time I learned this term was in my tenth grade health class when they had someone come in and talk to the class because some kid from the town over was in the hospital from it. Um. Anyways, thanks all for all the funny. Isn't Thank you, Ray. Health health, cl- health class in mm-hmm. high school is like a a source for shit to do that's right? wrong. Exactly. I learned that you. If you if you take aspirin and vodka together, it'll really fuck you up. I learned that in like Does it really? fifth grade. I don't know. I've never done it because I was scared off from it. What the fuck are we doing here? I, I understood. And I also smelled pot for the first time in fifth grade in health class. Why? Because the teacher was stoned. No, the nurse came in and said, smell this. I have permission. If you smell anything like this, then blah, 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 blah. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. The, the problem with... Boofing, as defined by Detective Ray, you um, you don't have a good sense of how much you're taking in, which is why people go to the hospital. So if you do like straight vodka, your lower intestines they're very absorbent, right? And so they're absorbing. Uh, no, they that's where you that's where you absorb water. That's where your your shit turns watery into solid because your your lower intestines just take all the liquid out of your shit. God Almighty! But 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 uh, but alcohol is not water. No, but it's permeable. I mean, permeable. It's whatever. So this actually works. Yeah, yeah. What the? But fuck? nobody should do it because they're actually delicious things you can drink to, on your way to being, uh, you know. Blind if you want to, if you want to fuck yourself up without being aware of it, try grain alcohol and Kool Aid. You can't taste it, and you'll be okay, fucked up really, know, really, really fast. Kool Aid has all these additives in it. Just stick the grain alcohol right up your butt, and then you just skip that. Then you're. It's it a pure, also it's seems a pure to me high. that the, one of the reasons that people drink is as a social lubricant, right? If you're sticking it up your butt, I think there are you're, you're kind of limiting. The uh, social lubricant aspect of it, don't you think? Or am I wrong? Am I not going to the right parties, Marty? You've been to a lot more Hollywood parties than I have. Oh, Is there a lot of people shoving things up their ass at these? No, parties actually, you, you know what? Because you're much hipper than I am. The last Hollywood when you party, say hipper. Does that mean like hip area? The last party Hollywood party I went to, nobody was drinking except for me, and because I was so uncomfortable being there, I was just like, get me out of here as soon as possible. And I was trying to fly away with uh, the aid of alcohol. Was it uh, an AA party? Uh, it felt like it, mm. but no, no. People were just like nursing their one drink for the entire night. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah because it's sounds... a, it's a different time now. People don't smoke the way they used to, and people don't drink the way they used to, and people don't do drugs the way they used to, and it's no fun. Well, was it because you were at a party with your peers who were all fifty? Uh, no, I was one of the oldest people there. So it was a whole bunch of kids, and they don't—they don't. No, have, no, they have were fun. all like millennials. They know? were millennials. Yeah. They all—they like, all, they all kind of <clears throat> with their hands twitching because they wanted to be home playing Minecraft. Uh, they were all successful millennials. No, <laughs> you're what the fuck is wrong with you, John? <laughs> you like you're just like this crazy old man. Uh, uh, yeah, and? yeah, yeah. 
but no, they were these millennials who were like really successful and high functioning. And fuck them. Yeah, exactly. For a f- very specific reason. When are you uncomfortable? Yeah, because I'm not any of those things. Oh, so Tyson says that boofing is also called butt chugging. Bugging. Oh my god. All right. So the next email is from Devin. Who and, says? Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Tyson right. also says that American Cycle took in more than three times its budget. That makes it a success. Tyson, uh, that's not really accurate. Explain to him why that's not accurate. His, the budget, th- that means that you, uh, you the, the cost of marketing is usually about twice your actual budget. No, if it's you like, what well, depends on the, the... It does. Anyway. Yeah, it's, no, it, it, it made money. Okay. Amer- it, it, it spawned a sequel with uh, Mila Kunis. Oh, my God, really? Yeah. Oh, I should see American that. Psycho 2. Look it up. Mila Kunis is hot. No, she's a very good Russian-American actress. I'm sorry, hot. Ukrainian-American actress. That's right. She uh, is very, very yeah. good. Per usual, according to Devin, this is per, per Devin, per usual, I'm chipping away at backlogs of episodes I missed while I'm plugging in chart ideas for 10 hours. Uh, Why? Because he works in a hospital. He emailed us oh, yeah. a few weeks ago. I landed on an episode from February 5th by Quitting Time where you guys ended up discussing Abducted in Plain Sight at length. So I had to watch it. This is on Netflix. Yeah. I'm five minutes in as I'm typing this and already I have to say the dude, this dude has a Rasputin meets Dahmer vibe. Yeah. yeah but, you know, but with a little Jeffrey Epstein in there. <clears throat> um, I was already thinking Rasputin when you guys were discussing him in the episode. And then I saw his face and this dude was a dead ringer for Dahmer. Go figure, eh? Also, uh, I love that the family is called Broberg. Broberg. Uh, <laughs> I want us Jewish dudes to start greeting each other with Broberg uh, and Koltov. Uh, Koltov Kuzes. Uh, they, they were Mormons, weren't they? Yes, yes. But I wish I'd, I don't. I don't, I don't a lot of know Jews. Hebrew well enough to how to pronounce Koltov. So Koltov. Koltov. That's Kol- a, is a sign off. Yeah, and we went oh, through this last time. Right. Yeah. And uh, this is purely for Devin's uh, husband, and I, I'm just gonna. We're we're both gonna say this. So I want when I say it, uh, then take a, a pause, and then you say it. You wanna push the panty? You wanna push the panty? Well, you don't. Oh, just oh, don't don't rip me off. Do oh, your own, I do do your own take on it. Okay. You wanna push the penny? All right, there you go. Oh, Bruno was not interested in saying that because Bruno has standards, unlike I don't you know and me. what that was. That yeah, was but I like it. Creepy. I like it. It was good. I'm creeped out. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that's all we have for the, for the email bag. Um, so if you want to email us, that's nooneripodcast@gmail.com. John, what was the best thing that happened to you this week? Oh, uh, well, uh, a lot of great things happened to me this week, but um, I actually took a video of my drive home uh, on the way here. Honest to God, it's just, it's going to change because, you know, the sun goes down at different times, but um, I made a video. Uh, I had my my phone, uh, so this is this is not going to be fun for anybody. No, 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 no. we'll just sit here and, and quietly watch it. Go and, ahead. And, Go uh, on. See, this is what it looks like. That was today. This is today. Because you, you've done that in the past. 
I haven't done the video in the past. No, you, you've I've taken mentioned photos, how yeah. beautiful. Yeah. No, I haven't taken p- photos. But okay, but you mentioned how beautiful it was. Yeah, it's actually maybe I did it wrong. So just stop. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! This is the worst thing ever. Worst thing of the week. Second, man, I'm an idiot. So you can see the city uh, off in the distance. Yeah, I only did it for one second. I screwed it up. Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> worst thing of the week. <laughs> Well, no, you said that you had a gr- bunch of great things that happened this week. Uh, yeah, uh, no, not really. I, uh, I, I went and, uh, and judged uh, my son's uh, debate competition. Oh, no bias there. Um, I, he wasn't, I didn't judge him. But uh, mm-hmm. No, I, I, the kids today, I tell you. Kids today. There we go. There are a lot of, uh, lot of great kids in the world. A lot of smart ones. No, I think and then there's Brendan. Fucking Brendan. Oh, he's such a fucking twit. Who's that? Go on. No, just go on. <laughs> go on. <laughs> go on. Uh, that's pretty much. Uh, uh, what was your favorite thing of the week? That Kruger is on his way to Amsterdam. What's is he working or what? No, he's. I don't know. He's not here. He's so secretive. Oh, that's so good. It's a delightful, like like my stomach is just untied, like one <laughs> knot. It's the best feeling ever. How did you guys meet? Well, we were in the Nam, and you were in the Nam. Yeah, is that what the, they used to call Vietnam? Like they used to call Ukraine the Ukraine. <laughs> so it's okay that I call it the Nam because yeah. I'm speaking about the past. Did you read that comment? I'm speaking book, about the, the past. That you was know, a good one. It was not good. It was a Marvel comic. It was a good comic. It was I thought it was pretty good. I didn't like the art. It was really. Too, it was yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. No, but I remember the nom. Yeah. And then, I thought yeah. the art was pretty pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember who did it. Uh, did you ever read Dispatches? No. No. What is that? Is it a book? It's a book. Oh no. It's about the nom. It's about the nom. Yeah, oh, I, I, I avoid I avoid uh, 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 reading about wars that uh, have machine guns in them. So I'm I'm reading about uh, uh, King uh, Alfred the Great's uh, conquest of uh, wait. England. Why are you reading it? You were there. <laughs> See, I can make that joke. John can't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh, it's so funny. It's so uh, funny how old I am. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, but no, Kruger and I met uh, through his wife. His wife, and <laughs> they were friends before they were dating, and and we, he, I just thought he was the biggest pain in the ass. Yeah, nothing's changed. Yeah, no, okay. I love Steve. He's Steve. All my friends are great. I I honestly can say that. And then there's John. Yeah, and uh, yes. So that was awkward. <laughs> don't speak in the past tense when it's, it's still awkward. <laughs> so where's Dan? Speaking of Dan, Dan in, I, I was in, actually away from the table when you mentioned that he's, he's out in of town. France, where the France? naked ladies dance. And is that where they dance? Yes, and he yeah. sent me a photo from the Seine, uh, of the Seine. Actually, not from the Seine. He was on the side. Isn't of it the now Seine. called Seine. It's just called <laughs> Seine. Oh my God! You won't let it go. No, yeah. not gonna let it go. No, 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 no. Uh, so he's in France, and uh, is he, he's not working. He's goofing off. Are they going to make another Veronica Mars uh, thing? I don't know. It depends what Hulu says. Oh, I hope everyone, they do. everyone should send in. What are they supposed to send? Instagram mush marshmallows. Uh, uh, they're supposed to send in Snapchat marshmallows. 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 I don't know. Marshmallows. That's really nice. 
Uh, send them to Hulu, care of David Barron. <laughs> uh, that's the one person I know who works there. So, yep. Yeah, that's um, a good one. <laughs> uh, love you, Dave. So, and the best thing to happen. Please, everybody, send a couple more. <laughs> David Barron at Hulu. Uh, that would be the best. He's like, why did I get three marshmallows? Exactly. And why was one from you, John, and one from Marty? I'm uh, I'm shooting an episode of uh, Shameless this week. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, and how is that still on? I, you know what? It's on its tenth season. It's about self destruct, self destructive family. Every time I see, I've never watched any of except the tiny bits of it. I've never watched any of it. It's like, how are they surviving? I don't know, but I'm so pleased to be on it. Uh, Macy, Macy's, uh, Macy's, uh, Ma- uh, Bill Macy, Bill Macy yeah? is his wife, William H. Macy, William not, H. Not White, B- Bill Macy Flicka, is the Felicity husband Huffman. from Maud. Felicity Huffman is going to jail for two weeks. Yeah. What about him? How come he's not going to jail? Okay, I'll ask him on set. Yeah, how's that? How's that going to? Hi, Mr. Macy. Thank you for helping me. Why are me you on not this? going to jail? No, I mean. And then the other thing is, it's so because usually people who get in this kind of trouble get fired. But he, why would they fire him from that job? Why he wasn't a, convicted of anything? Well, yeah. Did he not know? Was he convicted? Would you please of find out. You go in. No, I'm. Going, I don't even have a scene with him. It's with a bunch of. So that makes it better. You just go walk in and find him. No, he's not going to be working that day. No, no, just find him. You're going to be on the okay, set. Look at. I need <laughs> to make my SAG minimum. Jesus Christ! Why are you like putting this in? You should be saying congratulations. I did already. All right, keep saying that. Congratulations. <sighs> when are you going to talk to Bill Macy about why he's not going to jail? Bill Macy, it was that the would be a husband in uh, in Maud. What? What? No. What? No, yeah. he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Okay. There was a different person. Bill Macy? That was not the same guy. That was a different... Bill Macy. Oh, oh, you're saying Bill... Oh, come on. Oh, William H. That's why he's William H. Macy. Wait, why are you making me like like, like a dick? Because Comrade I... Bain was on Maud? Or is that <sighs> other people that... I don't was... know. Just I just wanted to make my one point that Bill Macy was on Maud. So did you remember that or did you look that up? No, I knew that. You I've did? known that because I think I met him. I I, th- I think I met him. He was, he was he was one of those people that wasn't that funny. I always wondered why he was on TV. What? Did you ask him why he was on he, TV? He won. He won he, Emmys. He won Emmys. Back then, they just handed them out like candy. How dare you? You're such a dick. It's not so. It's it's hard now. Your sister can't even win one, uh, and she's got an Oscar. All right, now my stomach is tied in a knot again. Oh, um, I just wanted to make you feel home. Oh, yeah, I feel right at home. <laughs> yeah, so I do that um, on Thursday, and that, and that came out of nowhere, and it was one of those things, you go into an audition, and it's like, you know, it's a tiny role, it's a couple lines, and yeah. I'm, I'm grateful to do it, it's a funny bit, mm-hmm. and I did it, and the casting director, there was a pause, and he was just like... <laughs> And that's all I got from it. Yeah. And and then uh, I was like, all right, I, I, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted and to make him either laugh or burp. No, no. That's, <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was just he was just breathing. And then and I was like, okay, well, that I guess that was my lunch break, you know, because I had to leave work to do that. And then they're like, all right, you can come. So I was thrilled. 
you know why private. you're getting all this work lately? I don't know why. I know. I can tell you why. Because you, you got a full-time job. I, yes. <laughs> you know, that's so funny that you say that. Because like I, the very first time I started in acting, by the way, everyone should know that John is the one who got me started in acting. Yeah. I've apologized to his parents. But yes. Uh, uh, they don't. They don't understand your thick accent, um, but uh, very few people do. And uh, the first time, I, I was so excited when I got an agent, and then I worked for a startup. And then while I was working for the startup, I got called into auditions, and that's when I started first started working as an actor. And mm-hmm. then it was like, oh fuck, I got, I got it. Was it that ringtone thing, or was it something else? Uh, startup? No, 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 uh, no, no. It was a traffic station. Did you work? I don't know. I don't no, know what that is. Uh, uh, I guess not. Oh, uh, no. A bunch of other people from Sacred Fools work there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then, like, I started booking stuff. And I was like, oh, fuck, I've got to go. I've got to be at this meeting, but I'm supposed to go to this audition. So I go to the audition. I love Coke, you know, whatever. And then just off and to you the... Just, and you just book, book things like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that might be it. But also, it's a little different because I, I'm a little bit more aware and I'm not doing commercials anymore because nobody hires middle-aged people in commercials. Mm-hmm. Or, or No, I'm sorry. I meant to say nobody hires me for commercials anymore. No, it's true. I mean, um, basically all the moms and dads are like in their late 20s. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then or they're in their like 60s. Yeah, because then you, then you do the drug ads or the grandparents. Right, ads. right. And so... I'm like now I'm a little bit more aware and here's one thing I noticed like one of the things I've had to do is since I, I signed with my new agent is that I videotape myself mm-hmm. and I realize that every time I speak a role a, a line of dialogue I, I, I do this you know you, you raise your eyebrows ra- and you, you it, open your eyes really wide like yeah. your dog oh, do, do, because I'm really attentive and, and present and listening to what you're saying Okay, that's scary. Yeah, it is really scary, but you don't think about it because you don't, when you're in the room auditioning, you're not looking at yourself. Right. But when you actually have to like send out an audition, you're like, Mm -hmm. oh shit, I look like an idiot, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's one of those things that you don't really know until you actually watch yourself. And I've done audition classes where I've noticed things about myself, but this is something that I haven't noticed because I haven't taken an audition class in 15 years. Yeah. And so then... Like I went into this audition saying, I'm not going to move my eyebrows. And that was the only really direction I gave myself is just mm-hmm. don't move my my forehead. Yeah. And there you go. So yeah. here's my a- acting tip to all you people out there. Don't move your fucking forehead. I think that's good. I think, I mean, I, I got that when I was uh, up in Seattle. Uh, the only auditions we ever had was for Northern Exposure. Uh-huh. I think about. Did you ever watch Northern Exposure? Yeah, sure, sure. So it's a great show. It's it? not available. You can't watch it now. Rob Morrow. Yeah, but it was it was it. You took deadpan, and then you took took away everything from Dan it. Cortez. <clears throat> Dan Cortez was what? Was he uh, the DJ? No, that. What was his name? He was dumber than a post. That guy. Yeah, he's very good at saying, seeming like he's smart. Yeah, but he was a very handsome fellow. Very handsome, and I, he was a nice guy, but he was. He was like a bag of hammers. Okay. Uh, anyway, so the point, the thing about Northern Exposure was it was, com- you know, basically you, you, this is the way you, you say everything, especially if you're one of the townspeople. Yeah. You basically have absolutely no expression whatsoever. And I was pretty successful. I got on one show, but I think, but I think that's good, good uh, tip. 
Just, yeah. to, to, if you're doing anything, just don't do anything less at all. Less is more. Less is more. Less is less is no less. Do less. Do less. Yeah. Don't even talk. Yeah. Don't so even, not it, stop being here. Oh it, my God, you're brilliant. It is like the weirdest thing of like that. I think also yeah. that that if you have something else going on. Yes. That it makes it easier to act. Yes, because I'm not if, thinking about it. I'm not work. I'm not worried about it. I'm I, worried about getting back to work. I was always impressed by people like like John Asher or or and, and a number of other people who were who were. Just, who the fuck is John Asher? He's just a, a guy who used to do instant films, but he's he's very successful or relatively successful as an actor, which is he didn't want to do. He wanted to be a director. Yeah, you know, but he could just go in and act. It was easy for him to get parts. Because he's, he's a weird-looking dude. Well, yeah, kind of a weird-looking dude. But he also and he's charismatic. But he also just didn't care. Yeah, and I think that's a that's a big part. That's of a it. really good asset to have is just not fucking caring. Yeah, and I, I don't. I think you have to want it, but if you or you have to care about the craft or whatever. But the thing is, you can't want to do well at acting. You have to just act. I had a, I a, a, a realization doing. I was doing View from the Bridge. And it was the biggest part that I ever had. It was in college, and I was really struggling. And then I realized I can't be better than I'm going to be. That's what I wanted. I wanted to be better than I was going to be. Yeah, you you can only have control of what you're given, right? Yeah. And and but it and was it's also ba- it's just basically pretending. But it required a little bit for me, a little bit of of self awareness and having to cut my own auditions made me aware of that yeah and that is something that was really hard because i hate watching myself i don't like i've seen maybe a third of the things i've been in mm-hmm. you know because i just don't watch them because you're I, just not a fan of the you family's work body of work you just don't like no i've seen like half of my sister's stuff <laughs> but just a third of mine um <laughs> when i watch it myself my brow just gets very furrowed mm. uh but which makes me think about um and this I'll get to the the point of this, but did did you have you ever watched Between Two Ferns? No. Okay, so it's a talk show. Yeah, and, and it's it's sort of a parody of a talk show, but it's it's actually actually a little bit genuine in that uh, Zach Galifianakis plays sort of an um, uh, an idiot of sorts, mm-hmm. and he interviews very uh, famous people, and he. Uh, he actually, you know, is surprising these people with these questions, as as I understand it. Uh, and he does it with Scott Ackerman, who's a, a very famous podcaster, and he was a writer on Mr. Show. He was, uh, he's done a ton of stuff. He's written for many awards shows that we've not watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was listening to an interview with, with Scott Ackerman, and because the, they just did a, a, a Between Two Ferns feature film. Yeah, which is very very funny, and it it is a a fluffy piece of media that has like the the story means nothing, but I I I enjoy watching it. And uh, Galifianakis is a genius in an understated, not showy genius way. Uh, how so? I don't know. I just I just think every every time I ever see him, I'm I'm like. What he's doing doesn't seem like it's much, but I can't stop watching him. Yeah, and then uh, I like I I watched a tiny bit of Baskets, oh, and, and it's just like so really really deeply disturbing and funny. 
It's sort of like it's sort of like uh, Ricky Gervais with the the original Office and also extras. Like his his, uh, I, I think Ricky Gervais um, series are like not they're not my kind of humor, but I can't look away. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's just so good at getting that kind of embarrassment uh, and showing how horrible people are. Galifianakis is plays characters that are like the, the Hangover character. <clears throat> yeah, just brilliant. Yeah. And the Baskets character is so great because he's so unlikable, but y- you just feel, yeah, you feel for him, right, in, a, in an incredibly intense way because he cares about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, and 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 he does have these family ties that he can't ignore, and that's and it, it grounds him, and it just it, it's very real. Uh, and I, I've seen a little bit of uh, Between Two Ferns. Like I saw one part of one interview once and I was just, it was so sort of weird and disturbing and felt, reminded me of some, uh, you know, cable access things that I, I did well, when I was, you know, 30 years ago. The funny thing, you did cable access? Well, I knew some people that did and I was trying to, I was going to do it and I was like, oh no, you know, I, I'd rather go do free theater. <sighs> And the funny thing is, like both Zach Galifianakis and Scott Ackerman did did public access uh-huh. television, and so they were familiar with that, and that's kind of the the genesis of that. Yeah. But uh, Scott Ackerman was talking about how, like, you know, he's had a, he had a TV show for three or four seasons uh, between uh, not between two friends, um, comedy Bang Bang, and then he's had a live show, and and he's had the podcast, and like he was saying, like. You know, he started trying to be an actor, and one of the the feedbacks he got, feedbackies, uh, sure, he got was Bacchus. that that he's Jim Bacchus's Jim, um, the back guy. Yeah, I, I'm trying to, I I can't love it. Um, anyhow, <laughs> sorry. Uh, he was saying that he's not that people were just like. Everything was great about the show except for the host. Oh, so he was terrible? Like, Well, no, he, but not he that was, he was no, terrible, but that people hated him, which is a different thing, right? Because you can be good and people are going to hate you, right? Uh, like Hitler. Great, great. Right. But I hate that guy. Oh, he's such a dick. No, mm. uh, but he, there was just saying like, you know, he's an unappealing person. Yeah. And he... And then Scott Ackerman in in this interview was saying like, well, I got the note and like, that's like, I got the note so many times and I realized it's something I have no control over. Right. And so I just naturally gravitated to writing and directing, you know. There's, you know, there's something about, um, and, and actors really hate to hear this, but there's something about talent that has to do with the way you appear to other people. And so, you know, I, I've said this and, you know, my wife and other people are just like, Ugh! No, but be, being uh, attractive, being good-looking, being tall is part of acting talent. You cannot play... Uh, I mean, part of the reason that Arnold Schwarzenegger um, was a successful actor was that he was able to say words, but mostly because he looked a certain way. Right, right. I mean, and just inhabiting a physical space in a certain way is important. I was. It was so, so funny because I was thinking about what's your name... Who's so remarkable looking? Who was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? And, Me. Uh, it was yes, it was you. Uh, the uh, she, but she was played Harlequin. What's her name? What's her name? The Australian uh, Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie, right? 
and and it just it was so funny because I was like, she's such a good actor, and and I thought, and she's she's so pretty, and and I thought, I I had this idea that the fact that she was just gorgeous, like Charlize Theron, was was a, was uh because she, they both are very good actors, mm-hmm. that the fact that they're physically attractive was a, a secondary aspect. No. I'm like, no, that's why they're successful yes. because they're gorgeous yeah. and they can act. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's tons of people in Hollywood that are drop dead gorgeous and a lot of them can act and they don't make it. And so it's a luck too. No. Yeah. And, and just so everybody knows, like this is not bitterness that we're, we're talking about because mm-hmm. I, this is just, the way it is like i don't know why i get cast in things because i have uh you know i spent years at the theater that that you started Mm -hmm. and like i was surrounded by people who are better actors than me and i was working more than they were at paying gigs right not because i was a better actor but because of whatever you know sort of i mean alan alan lulu right yes very good actor is is a good actor and has made a very good living he's made a very good living but he like he got here uh, to to Hollywood, he's and and he's very good at at uh, making conversation with people. He got to Hollywood like two years after Belushi, John Belushi passed away, and he bears a, so much of a resemblance to John Belushi, especially when he was younger. Mm. He kind of looks like him, mm-hmm. and he was able to do this sort of goofy comedy that was like Belushi. So that's sort of his hook. That was his thing, and he, you know, that's and and then he got to know people, and now he knows a lot of people, and then he got a couple of gigs that were ongoing, regular gigs in places that you've never. I mean, he's the A and W root beer guy for our Canadian listeners, right? And right. he's the 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 B for that. There's a bank in in in, and he's. I think he's still doing those two things. Good. He's been doing them for ten that's years. Awesome. It's amazing. Now he owns like seven houses. Does he really? Jesus no, Christ. Two or three. Uh, <laughs> you own two, don't uh, you? Well, I mean, I, I, I you I, forgot to sell one, is what I basically. <laughs> it's in foreclosure right now. Um, really? My brother owns two houses. Well, that's in Maine. <laughs> They're just like shacks. I'm thinking about buying a house in Maine. I know you I'm mentioned do, I'm that door dashing, and that, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna buy that a house. Is the way to do it. Yeah. Uh, well, John. Does like one thing that I mean, it always just amazed me just being surrounded by so many like incredibly talented people in mm-hmm. a theater and not knowing why people succeeded and some people didn't, you know. Why, uh, have you ever cast anything? No, you haven't. No, oh, okay. Well, I can maybe give you shit. Have you ever been on the other side of the table? I mean, I've directed shit but only well, yeah because of be- people i get cast myself i mean like not that i, that I, you, I didn't go, have... you didn't like have to choose between no people. no well for the most part when when you're casting something what happens is you have people that are a couple people that are terrible right or a few people that are terrible so you don't cast those but for the most part you're just picking between really great people and you it's it's you know like uh, well that guy's that guy's tall, and the person I'm thinking about casting against him is tall. So that kind of works. And it's like arbitrary in a way. Completely, not even. In I mean, a way. but there's a practicality to it. There's, there's. You come but up with some reasons. It's but not you know, about you talent, could, right? Yeah, it's like, well, you can go with that person. You can go with that person. It could change this if you did, but you don't know. You oh, try and do a really God. good job. And the thing is, is that 
So, uh, so if you're skinny and you're white and you're good looking, people are being like, oh, you know, that, that fits into the Venn diagram of where I, I see this world happening. Right. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. now, and now people, and so now it's, it's a tough time for, for, uh, uh, white, uh, middle-aged me, me, men me, 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 me. because, uh, people want different voices because, you know, people who look like me have been in charge too long. Yeah, suck it, John. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I mean, so you want to you want to have a, a certain look. It's sort of like when I was when I was young and I was uh, auditioning. People would look at me and they say, "I don't know what age you are." That one casting agent said that to me, and I was twenty two, and I and I said, "I'm twenty two. That's how old I am." But I didn't look <laughs> like I was twenty two. You know, now if if I if I could and went out, I think I'd have a lot more success because I think I've aged into a look. People yeah. go, I know what that is. I know who that is. Right. And you know who I think has aged into that most of all is Dan Etheridge. Yeah. Dan Etheridge could is like on the verge of if he chooses to. And this is the thing is like and and like he could play a southern senator, you know, because he's he looks august in in a certain way you know he's he's like graying and he's you know he just looks he he, he looks the age of his face yeah and and so if he wanted to give up his relatively successful career as a relatively produ- like producer. incredibly successful <laughs> career as a producer he could and that's the thing is and like i talked to somebody about it and and like they were like, yeah, but he's got to want to do it. And right. it sucks. And by the way, everybody's listening. Acting is a shitty, shitty job. Yeah. I mean, like I like, I have to, you know. It's really, it's actually, it's a great job if you get the job. But, yeah. the, but mostly the job is going in to try and get jobs. That's yes. mostly what the job and is. And so like, you know, I booked these two jobs like the past couple of weeks. And my wife was like, that's all you make? Like. Good thing you have a job. This is what she said. Is she said, "Good thing you love it, and good thing you have a job." Yeah. And because you know, I I worked on this soap opera, and it was super fun, and but did not pay very much, and this very night, unlikely to get uh, repeat residuals on that soap opera. Very unlikely. Very unlikely. I, I'll probably get some for like Bahrain, you know, right? Because uh, Bold and Beautiful is huge in Bahrain. Is that right? It's really um, big in Belgium. Yeah, very big in Belgium. But of course, I lose out because they'll dub me with some Belgian fucker. Oh. Uh, no, I don't lose out on that. But uh, <laughs> and and you know, this shameless will is is a day of work. And you know, these are the like the three days I've worked in the past two years. You know, as an actor. Right. You know, and it happened to happen in two weeks. So it is a stupid, stupid uh, world. And uh, uh, this particular job, and I love it, and it's so much fun. But I just wish I never had to think about money, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I also like it that I. This is just sort of like gravy for me because I I don't have to. Like, there's a time when you're going to every like Kit Kat audition, thinking like, "Fucking, hey, I can pay my fucking rent." You know, I can, I can. Well, yeah, and back. I mean, back in the day, like ten, fifteen years ago, before. Um, streaming came along and the internet and all that stuff came along, kind of ruined everything. One ad would take care of my year. Oh, yeah. I had a friend who was in uh, a Budweiser ad when uh, we were up in Seattle. And uh, he it was a slow motion shot 
of him and a bunch of other guys at a wedding. And all he did was sort of spread his arms between these four people and, and in slow motion. And they reused that like again in and again. several different yeah. ads over the course of seven years. Yeah. And he, 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 you know, it took him one day and he made like $120,000. Yeah. So another friend of mine uh, it really supplied and helped him continue to be an alcoholic. Well, another friend of mine who's not an alcoholic, he's a, a good Christian fellow. He, uh, There's lots of Christian alcoholics. Yeah, but he, this one wasn't. Okay. He, he was the, the guy in the Domino's commercial. They, they ended every um, ad with the Domino's guy coming into the, the eye peephole, and he was that guy. Uh-huh. And so he got residuals for like, you know, 50-something commercials oh for the God. same one shot. Oh, my God. And obviously, he should get paid for that job, you yeah. know, because it's his likeness, whatever. You would never know it was him, but it's like yep. you got to pay somebody. And, you know, he benefited from that. He's a, a actually a very good actor. So he, I am I'm, I'm don't, anyhow, you just can't control those things. And, but so I'm happy now that like I'm, I've not, I'm not doing ads anymore because uh, they don't cast me. And Humphrey, and they, but now I get to do these other, you know, more actory things, and mm-hmm. it's kind of fun. And 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 I was in a movie with. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was in a movie with the guy. There was this Bud Light thing uh, commercial. Remember the guy who said, "Yes, I am." He was getting picked up by uh, uh, a uh, limo. It's like twenty years ago. Yes, I am, and they, they, he, they. It was, it was a big hit. I don't remember the guy's name, but he was actually in Ocean's Eleven. Oh, jeez. Or Ocean's Twelve. I would love to be. Um, but that was his sort of comeback. So what happened was he got that, and it became this. This he had a catchphrase. It was kind of like, "Where's the beef?" Yes, I am. Oh my he, god! He, Everyone watch Party Down. And so he um got that part, and then they kept on asking him to do stuff. And he said, she said, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. And then after a while, he said, said, no, no, I don't, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to, I don't want to just be this one character. No, I don't want to. And then they stop asking him. Okay, talk to Stephanie Courtney. You okay, know, you know no. Stephanie Courtney. She, no. she's the progressive. She's Flo, the progressive woman. Who? Oh yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, I mean, who's one of easily like the best improviser I've ever like shared a stage with she's yeah. amazing she's yeah. so fucking funny mm-hmm. and she's not dumb either like right. she's like yeah i'll do this and then she gets to do other acting things you know yeah here and there but you you, you gotta just jump on that stuff yeah like, exactly. you don't know like just take the money know. and do dinner theater like and do the acting that there's, you want to do this guy this guy this is like his second second commercial that he ever auditioned for. oh man yeah yeah it's you know what success is great when you're older yeah. Like even a modicum of success, even the shitty success I have, like I'm so grateful for, yeah. but it's like, it's so, uh, yeah, I have no preconceptions and, and I'm nothing but grateful. And So that's the name of this, this, uh, this episode is like, uh, God, it sucks to get old and not be successful. <laughs> Shut up, old man. <laughs> I think that's, that's the name of the episode. On that note, let's wrap things up here. John, it's, I'm so glad like, so I was worried because, you know, John is, of course, John never is short of things to talk about. And no. never. Because no. he's a white man. Blah, 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 and as an blah, Asian man, blah, blah, I'm never, no, as just an asshole, I'm never short of anything to talk about either. 
So I'm so grateful that you came and that we could do this together because it's like, like we had a show and then it fell apart very quickly and then we had this great show. So I'm yeah, so, so happy. Hey, can we play the other, uh, the other two oh, singers yeah. I made? Okay, Just well, we have a bunch. So, um, I only, well, there's... No, the, okay. there is, you sent me six. So oh, let's go through these. Well, there's, so. they're, they're similar. I'm sorry I didn't uh, give the different names to no, here we go. All right, that was good. I like that. Let's do the show. Go with the flow. Everybody bob and weave. But don't interrupt Steve. Okay, so um, <laughs> I'm really curious about the, 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 the source of the rhymes. What? Yeah, the yeah. source of the rhymes, I wrote them myself. Whoa. So yeah, the poetry is just came to me. So you just happened to come up with something that rhymed with Steve and it just naturally led into Steve. <laughs> <laughs> is that how it goes? Is that how it goes? Like you're like, oh, I came up with this great line. Who's it doesn't rhyme with Marty? Oh Steve! If you keep playing this one that uh, here we go, here we go. <laughs> So you all think you're a smarty, and you're like, and but don't interrupt Steve. No, yeah, shit. See, that's, I you, wrote you, myself into a corner here. You're getting my uh, creative process. Okay. Here's the here's the <laughs> issue here. So you wrote these. And by the way, I love every single one of those <laughs> with the intention of what? Oh, that next time uh, Steve complains about uh, being okay. interrupted, you could play that. Okay, so or you could play it when you get interrupted. Okay, so Steve or gets, you could. Or you could. If I get interrupted, this is what I'm going to do. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, just just, (laughs) It's too long. Yeah, maybe we start right here. We all got a lot to say. I'll just do a shorter one. We're all here to play. Now you might think you're a smarty, but don't interrupt Marty. I don't. So I think, great. I think I that, love it. Uh, I love it. I, I love think it. we should. Uh, I'll do. I'll do a shorter one. But you, you know what I'm saying, right? Absolutely. Like, yeah. I think the other, one, the the one with Cassandra. Oh my born, God, that is my gonna... that is my favorite. That is the one that's going to get the most airplay. I guarantee you. Uh, yeah, and uh, we got one more here. No, and they're all the same. The other ones. This is this is yet another take on the. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you, you you just have that like I mean it's a great like riff to have at your fingertips literally at your fingertips. That's a that's a Ray Charles uh, sure thing. All right, I'm on it. I love it so much. I want to hear it again. <laughs> it's just... The difference is you can see the keys. You really came to play. You got a lot to say. Does it rhyme with gay? No, it's okay. it's it's gonna probably You not. think you're smarty, but don't you interrupt Marty. I love that you sent me the same. That yeah. is amazing. Well, I, uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, John, thank you so much. Yeah, I I, I didn't think we'd play them all, but I guess I should. You just literally asked me to play them all. Yeah, well, that's right. (laughs) But I thought maybe you would listen to them and title them, and then yeah, I don't know why. I just figure you do a lot of pre-production for the show. Have you not listened to the show? You well, you always have these topics and stuff. I know. You know, before we go, I just want to. Oh, please! I, I I once called a sports talk radio show. Uh huh. Because I was driving from Orange County, I was listening, and they were they were brought up a, a a completely ridiculous topic, and it was like a straw man topic. And I called them. What's up a straw man topic? Straw straw man is you know when you you set up an argument, um, and you say, for instance, uh, oh, that's a typical thing that a Fox listener would say. Yeah, something like that. I don't know oh, what straw man. Yeah, yeah, like where I've labeled you something that you aren't. And then I attack that label. Uh, yeah, right? or or you you say these these people are saying that we should just open the borders completely, right? Which is let, not something that you said, right? And let everybody in. Now I think that's a bad idea to let everybody in all the time. Don't you think that's a bad idea? Call in. So they would do did some uh, kind of sports uh, thing, uh, and, and I a, and I called them up and I said. You guys don't even believe that. I mean, nobody's actually saying that. And the guy actually said, dude, it's a talk radio show. That's the thing. And I was like, oh. He said that like on the air. And I was like, oh, oh. Yeah. And then uh, so it made me think about um, how we were complaining about you, the way you're setting things up and arguing with stuff. And I was like, oh, that's, that's how no, you no, no. It, I Actually, you know what? I, I totally embrace that because... I don't want us to be a talk radio show. I don't want to be like just like cheering to the masses or. No, or, you I know, know, I know, but there's there's got to be there's got to be like when you say what do you think about something like that? You know, you got to come up with a take because yeah, otherwise yeah. it's not interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to have. Some I mean, kind I, of- I, this is a little behind the scenes. Where this was actually on the, my agenda in the post show notes, but we'll, we'll bring it out now. <laughs> we'll bring it out now. <laughs> Oh, you people, if you really <laughs> could hear the <laughs> arguments that go on in the post show um, when we all actually just leave. Uh, well, John, I appreciate that. And these, like, I have to say, I know that our viewership has changed, our listenership, our, our listenership has changed over the years, but this, these are my favorite times, uh, like, that I do the show. I feel like I've learned the most about myself. I've had the most engagement with my my co-hosts and uh it's just been so fun and also the listener engagement has been really really thoughtful so please if you're listening and you if you enjoy what you're listening to engage with us ask us questions if you're listening and you can think you don't have to think we don't think oh okay i thought you like the thoughtfulness i like it but uh, you you don't want to raise the bar too high yeah yeah, yeah. okay sorry I don't. If I'm not going to have that bar for myself, why would I have that for the audience? Good point. Yes, noonerpodcast at gmail dot com, and you can tweet us all at our names. That's uh, Sylvain BBB is how we call him. Hey, John Sylvain BBB. Hey. Uh, and then I'm Marty U. Stephen Kruger, Cass Cardenas, and yeah, just and listen to all the other Smodco's shows. They're all really great. Are they? They are. Okay. Uh, well, not all of them, of course. <laughs> no, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna blindly say that everything's great. Like you know, there's some things I won't listen to or just not, not interested. It just doesn't 
Fall into What's your favorite one? Which uh, one should I listen to? Uh, Just pick one. Fat Man on Batman. Man. Okay. Batman. Yeah. I'm on it. Yeah, because I mean the ones with Kevin are like it's I mean it's easy but you know they're the most interesting. So. Mm-hmm. Uh and you should also listen to Netheads because also I mean we need to get fucking Will Wilkins back back on the show. It's been uh, it's been like a year probably at least since he's been on the show, but we love him on the show. It, it's actually, we have a really great time because Will and I speak nerd very well together. Mm. And uh, I don't know if you guys have the same patience for him, mm. but you should listen to his show. I love nerds. And, um, and also email us. Please, please, please leave a message on the, 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 the Stitchers and the iTunes and the whatnots. But really, the most important thing is to engage with us directly and just email us. Did I did I mention that thing about the uh, you know that you when you asked favorite podcast and I mentioned uh, uh, Helen Zaltzman? Did I tell? Did it turns out she's doing a new podcast about Veronica Mars? Oh, isn't that funny? Yeah, well, she, I'm 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 available. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. Both of us are available. We're all alumnus alumni from yeah. the show. <sighs> All right. Uh, We'll see you next Tuesday. Yummy. If that box. If that box. If that box. has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.